Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I would like to uh, welcome you today for our Bible study in Jesus' uh, mighty name. It's good to have you uh, for this week's uh, Bible study. I'm going to uh, say a word of prayer before we start the word. In the name of Jesus, Father, we are here. In the mighty name of Jesus, we are gathered in your presence. Father, we come before you in your name. As we, uh, Father, uh, look upon you, Father, to give us our daily bread, give us the word for today. Uh, we pray for re revelation. We pray for the wisdom that comes from you. Uh, touch our minds and our hearts as we receive this word and let this word bear fruit in our lives. I pray in the name of Jesus, Father, that let your word uh, be uh, active and let your word be alive. Let your word be sharper than any double-edged sword. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your word touch everything, Lord, uh, that makes us up, our minds, our hearts, even our flesh. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, touch me, Lord, and cleanse me by the blood of Jesus. Touch my lips, touch my heart, even my mind as I speak this word. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, once again, thank you uh, for taking time to share this word with me um, like I always say that um, the word of God is very su supreme and everything that we do as believers the word of God is central um, the word of God is it's uh, that is the key that is what he left us with that that is what God gave us um, he gave us his son and also even um, his word says that the son of God is the word of God so that's how powerful the word of God is. That's how important it is uh, of all things. So as a believer, you cannot run away from the word of God and uh, um, hope to be uh, powerful, strong, effective, successful. That cannot happen without the word of God. Uh, we have to have the word of God in us. We have to live according to the word of God. We have to be about the word of God uh, as believers so as we continue to study as you continue to pray uh, one thing that must develop in us is the hunger for the word hunger to read the word of god hunger to know more uh, of the word of god so that that is what a growing believer is um so to, uh, today's uh, title is fearing god we're going to talk about fearing god and um, i think this is very uh, fundamental and very important important as, as, um, as a believer to understand this aspect uh, that the word of God has um, repeatedly says and refers and also uh, encourages us or rather commands us to, uh, to do fearing uh, God, fearing God. I'm going to start by reading from the, uh, um, you know, a common scripture that we all know, Proverbs chapter 9 verse 10. Proverbs 9 verse 10 says that uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Um, so wisdom is very important in our day-to-day -day lives. We need wisdom, you know, knowing how to um, respond to issues, knowing how to handle matters, uh, knowing how to apply information and, 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 and all those things 
we need we need wisdom in our day-to-day -day lives we need wisdom in our spiritual walk uh, we need wisdom wisdom is very is very key in our lives here on earth we need wisdom you cannot be successful or effective without wisdom and here um, proverbs is telling us that uh, the beginning of um, of wisdom is fearing god when we fear god then um, that is the beginning of wisdom so if i fear god that means that i'm going to be able to live my life appropriately i'm going to be i'm going to be able to live in a in a wise way um you know it, it doesn't matter you know how educated one may be it doesn't matter uh how much wealth you may have you know the material wealth that you may you may have assumed all those things do not matter if we don't have this wisdom because all that uh, material wealth it can cause you to act in foolish ways unto your destruction and even the knowledge that you may acquire uh, without this wisdom that knowledge also it may amount to nothing or it can actually lead you astray uh, without this wisdom so everything that we do must be um, centered on the fear of the Lord the fearing God and um, because that is what gives us the wisdom the necessary wisdom that we that we need to um, to live our lives so the title is fearing God and uh, also Proverbs chapter 28 verse 14 says that happy is a man happy is a man who is always reverent uh, in other words, a man who reveres the Lord, a man who uh, fears God, uh, that man is always happy. This is talking about, um, you know, uh, deep joy, joy that emanates from the spirit, from the inside, not from what is external or what is the circumstances that are around you or your atmosphere. No, but it's, this is uh, that which comes from inside because this is one who reverence or fears God and hence God gives that happiness, that joy inside. But he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. He who ignores the fearing of, of God uh, will fall into calamity. In other words, the end of such a person is, is not good, is not a positive one. Right? So I'm going to go straight into looking into um, you know, the, the traits of uh, a God-fearing man or the characteristics of a fearing uh, of God-fearing man. So I'm just going to go, you know, point by point. I've got about about three or four of them that we're just going to go through together. In reference, I've got a lot of scripture. You know, this is Bible study. Uh, I hope uh, as you are listening, you've got your pen and paper as well, uh, where you can also jot, uh, jot, jot and write or you know, your, your laptop or something, whatever you use to write your, your notes, um, so that you can also write these uh, scriptures. This uh, will help you afterwards to go and expound and you know, cross-reference and uh, you know, build up on um, what we have, will have discussed uh, tonight. So I'm going to start by number one. Um, trait is desire for intimacy with God. Desire for intimacy with God. And, um, you know, having a, gr a growing relationship with God. We, we, t we often talk about um, or refer to our, 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 our uh, you know, vision statement that says connecting people back to God God's heart. Connecting people back to God's heart. And um, 
you know, the essence of that all is, um, you know, the relationship, relationship with God. And um, a believer must have a growing relationship with God. So the, 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 the whole essence of connecting people back to God's heart is to we're talking about a relationship with God, a, a growing relationship. In other words, as a believer, my focus, my number one focus must be on my relationship with Christ. I, I, am I growing on a day-to-day -day basis? Whatever that I'm doing, whatever that I'm doing, whatever that I do, directly or indirectly, does it, does it aid, does it uh, help in my growing uh, the, the relationship with God? Because the Bible says, draw near and I'll also draw uh, near to you. Draw near and also I'll draw near, nearer to you. So... Um, One of the traits of um, a God-fearing man is the hunger uh, or the desire to have intimacy with God, to, to, to draw a closer and closer and closer to him. And uh, thereby, when we draw closer and closer to him, we get to know more and more about him. And as that, that happens... Uh, you know, automatically what will happen is your faith also grows. Your faith also grows because um, you begin to know more and more about God, what God can do and uh, his love towards you and what uh, his mind is about you and all those things become clearer. In other words, as you draw closer and closer to God, you are drawing closer and closer to his, um, you know, uh, holiness uh, and uh, you know the, the radiance of 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 his being will also give you a, a revelation. You begin to receive revelation, more revelation about Christ. And as that is happening, also it's important to note that you also begin to have revelation about your own self. You begin to have revelation about your own self, beginning to understand uh, from the intimacy uh, about your own self, and that is very important. Uh, if you remember the Bible study last week, we say we're talking about um, you understanding who you are, understanding who you are, knowing who you are, which is very important. And that happens only if we, we are only able to discover ourselves when we have uh, intimacy with Christ, when we draw closer to him, uh, when we have the desire and the hunger uh, to have that close relationship uh, with Jesus Christ and uh, uh, Luke chapter 8 uh, Luke chapter 8 verse 21 this is what Christ says uh, talking about the relationship but he answered and said to them my mother and my brothers are these who fear the word of God and do it so he was talking about now that spiritual intimate, intimate relationship and was uh, what had happened was um, someone Jesus was teaching you know and was surrounded by uh, masses of people and um, his mother and brothers they were outside they'd come from wherever they're coming from I'm talking about Mary and his brothers you know Jude James and so forth uh, they, they had come his uh, you know biological brothers they had come and um, 
now his response to someone who had come to him saying that your mother is looking for you and your brothers he turned and started looking looked at the people that he was teaching and he said listen my brothers my mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of god and do it so that's why i said that the word of god is very central it's very central if you want to have a, a, a thriving growing relationship with god you need to dwell into the, in his word you need to read the word of god you need to hear the word of god you need to have that hunger you know as you hunger for the word of god that is what satisfies that intimacy that desire to have intimacy with god you see um, god is with us but uh, we can never be able to realize that until we have the word of god in, in us and uh, also psalms uh, 25 verse 14 says the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him and he will show, show them his covenant the secret the secret so if you want to understand the mind of God if you want to have revelation if you want to receive revelation that which is hidden hallelujah to the naked eye you have to fear God you have to fear God. And when you're talking about fearing God, you're not just talking about uh, trembling, you know, like uh, you do tremble or uh, fear in a lion, when you see a lion or something that is fierce. Uh, but you're talking about reverence. It's more about reverence, you know, honoring uh, God. Uh, you're talking about, the, uh, you know, giving him his honor and uh, giving him his place as God. Uh, that's why in his commandments when Jesus Christ is asked by you so which one or is the most important um, of, of, of the commandments he says love thy God that's, that's the number one love thy God more than anything loving God you have to have God at the center of your heart what is, what is at the center of your heart what is it that drives you what is it that motivates you so everything then that we do must be motivated by the love of Christ, loving Christ. Whether be it you are dealing with your family, it must be motivated by by the love of Christ, by loving Christ. Be it you are dealing with your spouse, it must be about the love of Christ. Be it you are dealing with your children, it must be about the love of Jesus Christ. We must be governed by the love of Jesus Christ. Be it um, you know uh, worshiping. Uh, Jesus Christ, it must be motivated by that love. The way that you deal with the fellow believers, you know, uh, and out there in your, in your business, in your career and everything. So when you love God, then you don't have any problem relating with people at different levels because everything then is, is governed and it's, uh, it's directed and it's um, uh, also is uh, controlled by the love that you have for, for Christ. The love that you have for God. Love thy God. Hallelujah. So that, that, that's very important um, as a believer to fear God. Uh, when you fear God, you must be one who has a desire for intimacy with him. A desire to have a thriving and growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And going to the second one, um, uh, the second trait is... Um, a God-fearing man or woman, if you want, uh, is one who never speaks dis disrespectfully about God. One who never speaks disrespectfully about God. Uh, so this one now, uh, the, the, 
there's a, there's a lot uh, that it carries. This there's a lot that it refers to uh, disrespecting uh, disrespecting God. So uh, number one, what we speak, what you say. So anything that you speak that is contrary to the word of God, that is disrespecting God. That is dishonoring God. Remember what Hebrews says, Hebrews uh, chapter 11, verse 6. It says that um, uh, without faith is impossible to please God. Without faith it is impossible to please God. He who comes to him must believe that he is. You must believe that he is God. So when you start speaking negative about yourself, about your uh, surroundings, your circumstances, your situation, when you start speaking contrary to the word, what the word of God says, that is disrespecting God. That's why the word of God says that it is impossible to please God, to please him where there is no faith. Because when you start speaking negative or contrary to the word of God, you are expressing that you don't have faith in him. Hence, you start speaking negatively. Hence, you are speaking negative. You are speaking that, uh, uh, that which is opposite to what God says about you. Hallelujah. So you, you have to be careful what you uh, say, what you speak, uh, how you speak as a believer. You have to be uh, very careful. Don't speak disrespectfully about God. Don't, don't speak disrespectfully about God. Don't curse God. Hallelujah. Don't curse God. I'm, I'm going to read here um, so that maybe we can get um, uh, the meaning of what I am, I am saying here. I'm going to read from the book of Job, chapter 2, verse 9. Then his wife, that is Job's wife, said to him, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Hallelujah. So this woman knew that this man was uh, had integrity. He was a man of integrity. She knew that. And after going through what he uh, went through, what he went through, Job continued to fear God. You see, when, when you go to chapter 1, you find that God himself speaking to the enemy, the devil, he says that if you've seen my servant Job who fears who fears God? He feared God. And, and that was known right in the sight of, of the master that Job feared. He feared God. Hallelujah. Do you fear God? Job feared God and regardless of the wealth, the amount of wealth that he had, he feared God. And regardless of losing, you know, um, it's, it's one to have lived a life where you have not had much um that, that that's not um that's not a good thing when you look at it with an, with our you know our eyes our understanding we all want to have more than enough but i'll tell you it's even devastating to have had so much and you lose it all hallelujah very few will still stand and not curse god and not speak disrespectfully about god and not make uh, start speaking contrary to the word of god some will even lose their faith uh, completely. But this man, Job, he still stood even though he lost everything. Imagine losing his children, all his seven children at once. They were taken at once. And he lost all his wealth. Every, every day was coming with a calamity. Every day was coming with a, another thing that was negative. It was bad news. It was a bad season for Job. Things were just happening. 
negative stuff just were happening uh, uh, upon his life. But Job continued to fear he, uh, his God. Even if you read the book of Job, you find that he continued to measure his words uh, as he was speaking with his three friends. He continued to speak um, you know, in a way that he made sure that he did not respect, uh, disrespect God or curse God in any way. Even his wife approached him and he say, she said that uh, uh, do you still hold fast to your integrity? And I'm asking you, do you still hold fast to your integrity before God, regardless of what you're going through right now? Regardless of the circumstances and situation that you're going through right now, do you still hold fast? You know, one thing that you must understand, understand about life is, no matter how powerful, how anointed you become, trouble will still come, challenges still come, but what matters is, do you still hold fast? Do you still fear God regardless? Regardless of circumstances, do you still fear God and uh, watch what you speak and your actions because you can, you can disrespect, disrespect God by uh, speech, by what you speak, what you say, you know, um, because of what you are going through. That is often at times. And you can also disrespect God by your actions, by what you do. So this woman was encouraging his, uh, her husband to disrespect God by speaking. And uh, she said, uh, curse God and die. She says, curse God and die. But listen to what uh, this man's response. But he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women. You speak as one of the foolish. He, he did not say that you are a foolish woman. But he said that now your speech is like one of those that are foolish. So this man, he was very careful. He knew how to bridle his tongue. You know, when you look at the book of James, James chapter 1 uh, verse 26 says that you must bridle your tongue. In other words, you must control your tongue. When you go to chapter 3, he says, because it, the tongue is the most dangerous member. Small member, but very dangerous. It can con contaminate the whole body. So, but this man knew how to bridle, how to control his tongue. You know how to measure the words. Be careful what you say. When you, especially when you're emotional, what do you say um, to those that are around you, your, your family, your spouses, uh, I mean your spouse, and um, you know, those that you work with, those that are close around you when you're emotional. How do you speak and what do you say? Uh, the words that you say, bridle your tongue. Listen to this man, the way that he responded. Out of wisdom, he responded. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. He feared God and he had the wisdom to respond to his wife who was speaking foolishness. And he responded in a way not to curse her, in a, not in a way to offend her, uh, but um, it was very uh, wise the way that he responded. You speak as one of the foolish women. Shall we indeed accept good from God? And shall we, shall we not accept adversity? In, in all this job did not sin. Hallelujah. In all this job did not sin with his lips. So you can sin with your lips. You can sin because when you sin, you are sinning against God. Even when you speak to a person, uh, something that is, that, that is against the word of God, you are sinning against God. Anything that you speak to a person that is uh, contrary to the word of God, you are sinning against God. And Job did not sin with his lips.
So do not disrespect God. Don't disrespect God. Um, uh, Disrespecting uh, God or about God. This is very important to understand. When you're saying you don't respect, don't disrespect about God. Don't disrespect God or don't, don't disrespect about God. You you have to know that um, you dis- disrespect God by speaking negative towards his word, something that is contrary about his word, that is clear. Um, but also, you disrespect God when you disrespect things that, that are about him. Now, when you disrespect his church, be careful what you speak about his church. Be, be very careful what you speak about his church. Remember, Christ died for the church. He died for the church. And when he came, he established the church. So the church is the Lord's. Hallelujah. Church is, is a sacred. Don't re- disrespect his church. I'm talking about the body. I'm not talking about a building. I'm talking about the body of Christ. Be careful what you, what you speak, what you say about the body of Christ. Don't dis- disrespect those things that are about God. Don't disrespect even his servants. Don't disrespect fellow believers, but don't dare disrespect God the servant. Those that are called and chosen by God, he, they are separated by him for a purpose. That's why it says, touch not my, my anointed. So you have to fear God. You have to fear God uh, and, and make sure that you um, also keep those things that are God's, you know, uh, sacred. Remember um, what happened with uh, Aaron and Miriam? They were talking, you know, it was a family affair. Aaron and Miriam, uh, they are talking to their young brother, Moses, who had gone to marry a, a, a woman of the, um, uh, it, she was a, um, for, forgotten where she was from um, a Kushite woman so he had married a Kushite woman who was not Israel and uh, you know that um, uh, uh, it was not allowed among Israel to marry someone outside of um, Israel uh, but Moses the servant of God went on and he married um, a Kushite woman so they are talking to Moses to their young brother and uh, you know they are rebuking him so in that process, so be careful about these men of God. What you speak in your homes, what you speak uh, in their presence, I'm not saying that they, they are gods, but they are of God. They are chosen by God. When you disrespect one of them, you are disrespecting God and the body of Christ. So they, they did this, um, these two, and um, uh, the Bible then says, when God is speaking, the, the Bible is saying that Moses was a meek, he was the, the meekest, in other words, he was the most humble, he was very a humble man. In other words, when these two were talking to him, he remained humble, you know, they were, he, uh, they were his uh, elders, you know, and he remained humble, but uh, tell you what, the, the discussion that was made, the accusations, and the confrontation that was made to Moses, it touched God. Even though Moses, who was being spoken to, remained calm and humble, 
and did not respond in any way, in a harsh way, to say that I am the servant of God. No, he, he remained humble. But in all that they were doing, it touched God. It was God who was provoked. Because they spoke disrespectfully towards Moses, who was chosen by God. So in other words, they spoke disrespectfully towards God. As a result of that, because it was God himself who became angry towards these two. And if you read on, you find that at the end, uh, Miriam ended up uh, uh, becoming uh, leprous. You know, it says she, she became as white as, as um, you know, as snow um, because of the leprous that was uh, upon her. Um, so now um, it's, it's very important to, re to reverence God by not disrespecting him by not disrespecting God. It's very important. And uh, then the next one also, uh, it's important to honor God's word. I spoke earlier on and said that the word of God is very key. It's very important to honor God, to honor God's uh, uh, word, the word of God, to honor the word of God. Um, let me read from... Um, the book of Isaiah chapter 66 verse 2 it says for all those things my hand has made and all those things exist so in other words God is saying that I have made everything and I've made so many things says the Lord but on this one I will look on this one I will look now God has made uh, so many things, wondrous things in this world and even in the heavens. There are so many things, beautiful things to behold. Uh, you know, people go out there for sightseeing and when they come back, they are refreshed by just looking and watching and seeing the beauty and the things that God has created. And God is saying that all these things I have made with my hands and all these things that exist, I have made, says the, the Lord. But on this one I will look on this one thing. I will look. Hallelujah. I've made all these things that are wondrous, you know, full of splendor and glory, the things that I have made. But on this one, I will look on. I will look on him who is poor. Hallelujah. I will look on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit. And he who trembles at my word. Hallelujah. I will look on him who is poor. Blessed is the man. Uh, blessed is the, the poor in the spirit. Blessed is the poor in the spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of God. If you want to go to, um, if you want to, go to the kingdom of God. Go to, to heaven. Uh, or to be in the kingdom of God. Uh, be poor in spirit. Be poor in the spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of God. That, that's what Matthew says. Matthew chapter 9 verse 5 verse 3. And here he's saying that uh, one who is like that, poor in the spirit, and of a contrite spirit or contrite heart, that, that is one who is remorseful and seeking for forgiveness. Always ready to seek for forgiveness. To be forgiven. Uh, uh, so it, it's, it's important as a believer to honor God's word. You cannot honor God's word without you uh, having sought for God's forgiveness and also forgiving others. 
if you look at all these things that I'm talking about, they are matter of the heart. They are matter of the heart. You see, it's, it's, um, it's important believers, fellow uh, believers, you know, brethren, sisters and brothers, to know that Jesus Christ is coming. He is coming. And he is coming to take with him those that are, are, are righteous and those that are holy. Hallelujah. 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 So it's, it's, it's very important to understand this. That there are so many things that uh, uh, take up our time, that attract us, that fight for our attention in this, in this world. There are so many things that um, are, 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 are happening, things that can attract, things that can pull you, things that can uh, you know, dist distract you. There are so many activities, uh, so many things that this world is filled with so many things. But you need to know who you are. You need to know who you are and where you are going. That you need to know. Hallelujah. It is impossible to please God without faith. It is impossible to please God without faith. He that comes to him must know that he is. You cannot go to God if you do not know who he is. You cannot have faith in him if you do not know who he is. You have to have a relationship with him. For you to have a relationship that is growing, that is strong, you need to honor the word of God. You need to have the word of God in you and with you. And here... Um, in the book of um, uh, Isaiah, he refers it to, uh, by saying that one who trembles and one who trembles at the word of God. One who trembles at the word of God. It's, it's very important to, to understand that, you know, you, talking about the word of God, you are talking about obedience. You are talking about obedience. God is speaking. Hallelujah. When God says fast, you need to fast. When God says you need to do this, you need to give, give. When God says it's time to pray, you need to obey. You see, when you are not able to obey that voice, when you are not able to obey that voice, that's typical of one who is hardened, one who is disrespectful, and one who is not fearful of God. But when you become able to respect that inner voice and you respond accordingly it doesn't matter how much sense it makes or no sense when you are able to uh, obey that voice when god is speaking god uses the word that you have and god speaks through your spirit and when god is speaking obey obey the word of god i'm talking about the scripture obey the scripture and obey the rema word that god speaks to you obey the revelation that he has given to you when god says fast you need to fast when God says do this, you need to do that. When God says don't get into this project, don't get into that project. No matter how lucrative, no matter how attractive it may seem, hallelujah. Uh, the Bible says in the book of uh, Romans, uh, they, die, they who are the children of God, they are led by the Holy Spirit. They are led by the Holy Spirit. You cannot be led when you are not one who does not. If you don't listen, then how can you be led? Jesus says, my sheep, hallelujah, I know them. And they know me. They know how to obey. They hear my voice. They hear that voice. They hear the voice. That is the voice of Christ speaking within you. So you have to honor the word of God. 
it doesn't matter how much sense it doesn't matter how uh, contrary it is to your thinking or what you were expecting if god says no then you need to obey that word hallelujah remember when you started the, the bible says that uh, if, I, if i may read it happy is a man who is who is always reverent so happiness hallelujah if you don't obey god you're always going to lose at the end you're, you're always going to lose if you don't um, honor the word of god if you may allow, allow me to read again uh, um, further on uh, Matthew chapter 7 verse 21. He says that uh, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. How do I know the will of my Father who is in heaven? He speaks through my spirit. He speaks through your spirit. He speaks through the word of God. I am speaking the word of God to you right now. You listen to the word of God on TV. You listen to the word of God to, you know, in church. And uh, he sends his servants to you to speak to you his word. So all that God is speaking to you. There are prophets. Yes, that's fine. They speak also. But it's not every day that you're going to have a prophet in your pocket. You know, you don't walk around with a prophet. God speaks to you every time and everywhere. Hallelujah. So... And he is saying that um, um, he who does the will of my father in heaven, he who does the will of my father in in heaven, hallelujah. So that, that, that's, that's very important. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of, of God or the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of father in heaven is the one that is going to um is the, is the one that will enter the the the, uh, the kingdom of god many will say to me uh, in that day lord lord have we not prophesied your name cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name and then i will declare to them never I never knew you depart from me so these are people that were in church preaching doing miracles prophesying and all those things but if it's not the will of the father that is central about your life you are in danger of missing on the kingdom of god 24 therefore whoever hears these sayings of mine and does and does them i will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who, who hears these were sayings of mine and does not do uh, them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and it beat on that house and it fell. A great, uh, uh, great was its fall. Hallelujah. So it's, it's, it's important to do the word of God. It's important to do the word of God like what Christ is saying in this word. Hallelujah. Um, the next one, I'm just paraphrased. I, I, I'm running out of time. Um, you, you have to be obedient, you know, like, like Noah. You know, obedience like Noah. Or Noah obe obeyed God. You know, it was a task, not an easy one. Uh, the one that was over a period of time. And I'm telling you, um, 
one day when we go to us when we're sitting there in heaven talking to Noah, he will tell you that at some point things were getting out of sense. You know, it, it was becoming very senseless and uh, illogical for me to continue, but I had to continue fearing the instruction, the word of God. Hallelujah. And then also, I'll, I'll, I'll do this one last. Maybe we'll continue um, uh, next time. I'll do this one last. Thriving for righteousness and holiness. This, you know, touches now on your lifestyle. Your lifestyle must be, must be consistent with one who seeks righteousness and holiness. Holiness. For, you, 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 for this, you have to forego a lot of the things that the flesh desires and prioritize on God's word. You know, First uh, Peter chapter 1, verse 15. But as he, as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. Hallelujah. Be holy, for I am holy. This is God speaking and instructing us to be holy. So we must live a life of righteousness. We must pray for righteousness. Walk on the path of righteousness. Be guided by righteousness. You cannot be holy if you are not righteous. Live according to the word of God and that will lead you to, to holiness. To the holiness of God. Hallelujah. And I'll just close by this uh, scripture that I'm going to read. Job chapter 28, verse 28. And to a man he said, Behold the fear of the Lord. And to a man he said, Behold the fear of the Lord. That is wisdom. The fear of the Lord. That Not all that the world say is wisdom. Is not wisdom. This is wisdom. Fearing God is wisdom. Hallelujah. And uh, Proverbs said that is the beginning of wisdom. Fearing God is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. To depart from evil is understanding. So we have to fear God, brethren. In the days that we are living, fear God. Fear God. Fear God. Fear God. Don't be God unto yourself. Be respectful. Hallelujah. Don't say God said this when God never spoke to you. Hallelujah. Don't speak lies about God and honor the word of God. Live according to the word of God. Live according to righteousness and pursue holiness in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much for taking time to share this word with me. I hope this word uh, helps your spirit, man. It helps your, your soul. Uh, it helps you uh, as a believer to grow to the next uh, level in your relationship with Christ. May God richly bless you always and may he grant everything that you desire according to his word, everything that you uh, need. May it be supplied, may it be satisfied. If you are, need healing in your body, I want to say that receive your healing in the mighty name of Jesus. If your loved one is not well, I uh, speak healing upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Be healed uh, by the stripes of Jesus Christ. Uh, be healed. We are healed in the name of Jesus. May doors open for you uh, according to his grace in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you and have a blessed night. See you on Friday for our prayer on Friday and also see you on Sunday for the service. Meet you again next week, same time in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.